Hey friend, welcome to the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. I'm excited for today and tomorrow because I'm going to conclude our topic, our theme for what was supposed to be this entire week, our theme of never satisfied, content but not complacent. And the reason I'm going to conclude that today is because tomorrow, Lord willing and the church don't rise, I'll be interviewing and speaking with my wife on the broadcast for the very first time. Now, one of these days, I may twist her arm into joining me for an entire week of broadcasts, but I figured we'll just dip our toe in the water. My wife, who is not the biggest fan of being on camera or on microphone, she's agreed to be with me tomorrow, and I'm very excited for that. I'm excited for you to be able to meet her. She is most definitely my better half, and all of you are thinking, oh, she better be because you're a pretty sorry guy yourself. Well, tomorrow on the broadcast, you may even catch a glimpse of Emmy and Lucy at some point during the broadcast. We'll have a grand old time. Now, let me ask you to grab your Bibles. Let's go to the book of Isaiah, chapter 40 and verse number 31. I've got to run through a lot of good information, some biblical information. I'm going to try to do it before my fingers get too cold and before the wind starts picking up. You see, I'm sitting right now on the back deck of an Airbnb. Beautiful lake view behind me. Got to spend some time this week with family, all packing up and getting ready to move on out. Got to check out time today. We're having a grand time with family. I hope you've had a good year with your family. Good time during Thanksgiving. Good times upcoming with Christmas. Let's jump in to, here we are, first day of December. Let's jump in and conclude this thought of never satisfied. This would be a great thought for you to conceptualize, for you to kind of imprint upon your memory as we go into a new year. Let me share with you again the quote that kind of got the wheels turning on this thought in my head. The most dangerous poison is the feeling of achievement. The antidote is to every evening think what can be done better tomorrow. I hope you don't feel as though you've achieved something because in God's economy, we can always be doing better. We talked on Monday and Tuesday about this topic. We must aim higher. We must aim higher. Today, we're going to look at the fact that we should reach further. The closer you get to God, the higher you get above what is going on around you, the more you can see, the further you can go on in his power. Isaiah 40 verse 31, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. You know that verse, but think about it. The closer you get to God, the more you wait upon the Lord and renew your strength. What are you going to do? You're going to mount up with wings as eagles. Amazing how high eagles can fly, how far they can see. The closer you get to God, the more you want, you will want to reach others. When you ascend out of your little corner of the world, you will see a whole vast globe that needs to be reached. John chapter 4 verse number 35 says, Say not ye, there are yet four months, and then cometh harvest. Behold, I say unto you, lift up your eyes and look on the fields, for they are white already to harvest. You cannot see the entirety of the fields when you're constantly looking down at your little section. We don't just need to see, we need to reach 
John 20, verse number 27 says, Then saith he to Thomas, Reach hither thy finger, and behold my hands, and reach hither thy hand, thrust it into my side, and be not faithless, but believing. Lamentations 3.51, Mine eye affecteth mine heart because of the daughters of my city. Once you aim higher and start seeing the world from a different perspective, you will want to reach out. It will be a natural thing for you. Now, I'm going to ask you, if you would, to sharpen your mind and to really focus in on what I'm saying here. I know in the background there may even be wind chimes. I'm here on this beautiful back deck and the wind is starting to pick up a little bit. And so I am going to overcome the distraction of wind chimes and my fingers feeling frigid. I'm going to ask you to focus in because how can we reach a world we never touch? How can we show them Christ if we never show them love? Just to say we care will never be enough. How can we reach a world we never do touch? God does, does not ask us to pull people into salvation, twist people's arm into heaven, take hostages to heaven. He asks us to proclaim salvation, the gospel, and give people the choice. We're not supposed to drag people to church, but we should draw them. John 12, 32, and if I... And I, if I be lifted up from the earth, will draw all men unto me. Let Christ be the fundamental source of attraction. Whenever you learn a new skill, there is a very good illustration for how you should advance in that skill. We have the tree trunk of knowledge. Imagine a tree, strong and rigid. And the, the stronger the trunk is, the further out the branches can reach. If the foundation is strong, you can start venturing out onto the branches. I, I enjoy this uh, particular quote. I've said it often, but you can't shoot a cannon out of a rowboat. You can't shoot a cannon. Well, I guess you can once, but after that, the rowboat's gone. But in all seriousness, think about this. The stronger you are in Christ, the further out you can reach on his behalf. Have you ever seen a crane, a construction crane fall over? Maybe you've seen a video on YouTube or something like that. Why does it fall? Because the foundation, the wheels or the tracks were not solid. Maybe it was on soft ground. Because it reached too far out with too much weight, it fell. Why do our churches venture into things that are anti-biblical? Why do we venture out into this uh, seeker-sensitive type movement? Why? Well, I believe it's because we've gotten a little far away from our center, Christ. Christ must be the center. We must reach further, but to do that, we must be closer to Christ. Aim higher, reach further, love deeper. Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 5, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart and with all thy soul and with all thy might. Not only will we love Christ more richly and fully, we will begin to love those around us more. When you love Christ the way you should, it spills over onto those around you. God told the children of Israel in Deuteronomy 10 19, love ye therefore the stranger for ye were strangers in the land of Egypt. It's much easier to love those that look like us, are on the same wage bracket, same income scale as us, talk like us, go to church like us. But when I say love deeper, we need to look for those that are different than us. I'm not saying lower than us. I'm saying different than us, you realize that Christ came to a world that was oh so very different than heaven, and he came because of his love for us. Someone once said this, love me when I am at my worst, for that is when I need it most. 
And actually, when you love someone different than you, you're not actually loving someone so much different than you because you are a sinner just like them. When you see someone and you can tell by their apparel, you can tell by their speech, you can tell by their facial expressions, you can tell by their attitude that this is not a church-going person, this is not a Christian, imagine but for the grace of God where you would be. What is the secret to overcoming the world? Is it the wrath and ire of Almighty God? Is the judgment and damnation from above? Or is it Joshua 23, verse number 11, take good heed therefore unto yourselves that ye love your God. Else if ye do in any wise go back and cleave unto the remnant of these nations, even these that remain among you, and shall make marriages with them and go unto them and they to you, know for a certainty that the Lord your God will no more drive out any of these nations from before you, but they shall be snares and traps unto you and scourges in your sides and thorns in your eyes until you perish from off this good land which the Lord your God hath given you. It's amazing how he began this dissertation with take good heed therefore unto yourselves that ye love the Lord your God. Judgment begins with us, friend. Why is our country, why is our world the way it is? I believe firmly it's because we, Christians, people of the book, don't love our God the way we should. It's not our churches that need to show more love, not the government, not organizations. It's us. It's us personally to think that our pastor needs to show more love and to ignore the beam in our own eye, the one that we look at in the mirror when we wake up. Friend, these things ought not so to be. Great quote, one of my favorites. What the church needs today is not more machinery or better, not new organizations or more and novel methods, but men whom the Holy Ghost can use, men of prayer, men mighty in prayer. The Holy Ghost does not flow through methods, but through men. He does not come through machinery, but on men. He does not anoint plans, but men, men of prayer. That's a great quote from E.M. Bounds. Men of prayer. The church is useless as a conduit of God's love and the gospel of Jesus Christ without you and without me. A church, yes, is made up of people. But if those people are not allowing God to use them, then how can they love deeper? How can they reach further? How can they aim higher? To your edification, friend. Let's, you and me, let's be the ones to distribute the good, the goodness of God to those all around us. I've said before, but your zip code is a foreign country to most others in the world, and that de facto makes you a missionary to that corner of the world. I have the privilege of being an evangelist. I'm going to give you a sneak peek tomorrow on the broadcast, a little vlog, a little video log of my wife and family in our van as we drive hither and yon, just a little glimpse but friend, you, though you may not travel the highways and byways of America and the world, you may not be going to Southeast Asia like I likely will be later this month. Friend, you have the opportunity by God's grace and through his power to reach people in an amazing way in your area. People I will never likely reach. Should I live 200 years, I may never reach your next door neighbor, but you can. And so I implore you, don't be satisfied. Be content with such things as you have, but don't be complacent. Aim higher. Try to get closer to God 
He's not trying to push you down. He's not trying to push you away. He wants you close. Reach further. The closer you are to God, the stronger your foundation is, the further you can reach. Friend, love deeper. And so I ask you today, who do you love? Maybe, just maybe, you need to start with those that you could answer the question, who do you hate? Maybe those are the people that you need to start showing Christ's love to. Friend, I'm so very thankful for the opportunity to speak to you today and to conclude this topic of never satisfied. But Lord, help us. Let's not be satisfied with how we serve him, our spiritual level, our Bible reading. If I can help you in any way, please contact me. I'll give you my phone number one time. Text me today at 309-316-7240. Whether you're listening by radio, by podcast, watching on YouTube or Facebook, thank you so very much for making Bible Tract Echoes part of your day-to-day. Join us tomorrow as I introduce you to my wife, Rebecca McCurry. Have a great day for his glory, and God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois, 604 A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.